Hi, Mom. Hi, Megs. Welcome back to our podcast, What's Your Take? We are a mother-daughter duo. And we're discussing all the things. Welcome back to our podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Almost Valentine's Day. This will be, well, I think this will be posted on, today's the 11th. I'll post this. Yeah. Heck, I'll post it on Valentine's Day. Or try. I'll try not to get dead the plastic rose this year. Oh, yeah. That (laughs) That happened last year. Um, Okay. So you have something you want to read to everyone. Well, every morning I wake up to Katie Couric's newsletter called Wake Up Call. Okay. And I love her newsletter because... It just gives me all the highlights of what I really need to know. Every morning. Every morning. Love that. I don't know Monday through Friday or yeah, on I think weekends? Monday through Friday. I'm not sure about weekends. Katie Cork. Yeah, C-O-U-R-I-C. Love it. Anyway, so one of the recommendations, she gives recommendations on like the green olive is the color in now. It's like in. Or olive green. Olive green. Not green olive. <laughs> olive green is the color now. It's the color. It's the color. Just... All right. Yeah, you gotta get it. Also recommended this book, and so Dad ordered it, and he got you a copy too. And it's mm-hmm. called Hungry Hearts, by who's it by? Um, uh, it's a series of essays actually, essays on courage, desire, and belonging. And there's a part of it that I loved, Maggie. Yeah. Can I read it? Of it's course. a section in the yes, introduction. Read it. Read it out. Well, this author talks about a situation that happens when she was a kid and how it just shifted her world. So here we go. She says this part. After a lifetime of listening and 30 years working as a literary agent, professionally midwifing thousands of people's stories, I've learned firsthand that bravely sharing our truth and encouraging others to share theirs creates a type of magic that has the power to heal and connect us more deeply to one another. She goes on to say this. Sharing our authentic stories can be transformational. Someone may look very different from us on the outside, but what our true stories reveal is that on the inside, we have all experienced similar feelings of heartbreak, failure, betrayal, longing, triumph, and joy. We all want the same things, to be loved, to be seen, and to belong. We all have dreams that our lives will make a difference. Our stories illustrate that. And I just love that I love that. About our story. Like, mm. I just, I can't, that's all I've read. I haven't read anything more in, her, in this but book. But that's great. I, I mean, think it's off to a good Yeah, it's off to, <laughs> well, that has to do with love. Yeah. And thank you for sharing. So thank that's you. called Hungry Hearts, Essays Hungry Hearts, on Essays. Courage, Desire, and Belonging. I'll link it in our notes. Yeah. Um, so. Speaking of love, I did a little poll that said, what is your love language? Remember we talked about that episode? It was like when we first started. Yeah, I do remember that. Love languages. What is your love language? What'd you say? Uh, How do you give and receive? I don't know. Well, an example I know for you guys is like dad will make the coffee. Yeah. He makes the coffee. Acts of service. For dad does to I you. like to Makes knit. the bed. Yeah, he makes the You bed. like to knit for people. Gifts. Yes. Gift giving then. No, you do like gifting gifts. Little gifty things. Little gifts, not anything like Yeah, or notes. I like to write notes or, I know it sounds very boring, but sending like an email or a text or something. No, I, I agree. Mine is probably words of affirmation. That's a good one. Quality time. But it doesn't have to be like in person quality time. Like a phone call with a friend. Like we just had 
FaceTime with Max. With Max, yeah. I, I like FaceTiming people. It's just instant. What did people say on the... Did you Yeah, so I did a little poll, and people said, and I'm going to keep most names anonymous except for one who said we can read his name, and it is our favorite, JC Queen. Oh, wow, Listen JC. to his interview if you haven't heard it. I don't <laughs> I, know what episode that is. We love so you, JC. JC said, words of affirmation always. But he said, acts of service, though, is climbing up the chart. But then Ooh. he also said, gifts is also climbing Ooh. up the chart, I Always must say. Fun. Yeah. Love you, JC. Um, another person said, to be listened and heard. That's fair. And I think part of that is like when people, you know, you hear about in a relationship, or I just listened to a podcast about this guy and, and his marriage. It wasn't like a marriage. Anyway, whatever. And he said that the secret to his or a key to his marriage is whenever his wife speaks, he puts his phone down. Oh, he's um dreamy. Yeah, dreamy. A dreamboat. You know what? Ruth um, Bader Ginsburg in her book mm-hmm. on interviews. And did I mention this in the last podcast? And if I did, you can do this. Up. But she said, "What makes a strong marriage? Something like you have to be a little bit deaf." <laughs> no, you didn't mention that. In other words, she's so cute. Like just ignore what yeah. your partner might be saying if they're annoying you. If they're not annoying you, listen. Right, but, but if you they're like, to, you have to be a little bit deaf sometimes. Whoa. I know. That <laughs> That's kind of opposite of what this love language yeah, yeah. and listening to people is all about. I'm like, okay, I'm trying to keep it positive. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's interesting. Yeah. Someone else said physical touch. Uh, yeah. yeah. Someone said actions always. So like acts of service. Words of affirmation and quality time, baby. Yes, same. Well, I can't believe that we're already at this time of the year. But, you know, I'm not even a big Valentine's person. Me neither. But I kind of like the, um, yeah, I'm not a Valentine's person either. In fact, at all. It's a Hallmark holiday. I think buying something for yourself. Yeah, I bought shoes. And, yeah, and, and I saw flowers. you had flowers. I like I that. I got them at Trader Joe's. That's awesome. Yeah, treating yourself to something, you know, self-love, baby. All right. Can I, can I mention something else that was really fun that we did last week when I told you to join me in my oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> for listeners? Check out Topia. It's a website. T-O-P-I-A. T-O-P-I-A dot I-O. Okay. It's a new, it's crazy. It's kind of like it's Sims like, yeah. meets Zoom. Zoom. And it's fun. And you have a little avatar and you walk it through this landscape that you can yeah. build. And I created a dance floor for the two of us. Yeah. And, you, and they have a food truck. And then Charles oh, I came on. And, I, and he and I created a pond because I know he likes to ice skate. <laughs> Wait, we never created anything that you I had. did. Yeah. I created the dance floor. Oh, you did? Europe. Yeah. I didn't see So it. Topia is wild. So, anyway. You and your lingo today. Wild. You keep saying period. Period. Wild. Maggie told me that period is a really cool thing to say now. Yeah, she was saying period. It's like, like it used to be like full stop. Or dance. Well, now it's it. like if you're like, I am going to be president in 2028, I would be like, period. Period. Anyway, I don't, that was a weird example. Um. Okay, so. I did an interview this past week oh, yeah. with Malia. I know. And what was that like? It was a great one, and you'll have to listen because you. I it was my bad. I got the times mixed up, time change, so you were already in a meeting. Yeah. But Malia so, and I had a great conversation about social media, kind of the influencer fashion world. Um, I cannot Just where wait. she kind of draws her inspirations. She's a student at Savannah Art Design. Yes, in, I love it. Yeah, in Georgia. Yep, and. Um, 
How did you meet her? Just through Instagram. I love that. Reach out to her. She's cute. And I we just, had a great combo. I'm like, let's be friends. I, you are friends. Yes. Yeah, so I can't wait to hear this. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for everyone to listen. And let's get into the interview. Okay. Boom. Well, thank you for taking the time out of your day and busy life. I know. I'm actually so excited. Like, I love listening to podcasts. And, like, I listen to some of your episodes. And, like, especially back, like, a few months ago, I was, like, hardcore listening. Oh, I love that. So you... But, yeah, it's my first podcast. I'm excited. Oh, it is? Okay, well, enjoy. I know I see you sometimes post, like, some of your favorites. Um, I'm a big podcast girl. Well, it's so nice because I feel like during COVID, too, there's a lot of isolation happening. Like, I'm alone probably 80% of the time in my life, you know? Even though, like, I do this with my mom. She lives 20 minutes away. But podcasts, I feel like sometimes if I'm, like, feel isolated or lonely I'll put a podcast on and I'm like oh my god like um Lexi I know do you know Lexi personally so she's actually friends we have like a few mutual friends that I've met her in person yeah. before and I told her I was like I've watched your videos since like middle school she's I, it is so great because it really is like talking to a friend and I feel like yes it, it's just so personable I agree and I also feel like I mean, I have a lot of amazing friends here in Denver and my college friends, but a lot of them aren't in the digital space or creators at all. So when I listen to podcasts that are in that same genre, it makes me feel more inspired because yeah. <laughs> sometimes it's just like, how do you motivate yourself? How do you inspire yourself daily is like a constant challenge. So let's just get started. If you just want to go introduce yourself a little, tell us where you go to school. We're recording now. We have been, but if you're cool, yeah. just jumping right into it. So my name is Malia Arcari. Um, I'm 22 years old. I'm a Capricorn. Love that. Um, I go to the Savannah College of Art and Design, oh, SCAD, okay. and I'm majoring in fashion marketing and management. Got it. I always get it messed up and say merchandising, but it's kind of all the same thing. Totally. And I'm, gonna I'm graduating in May, which is like the craziest thing to me. Wow. That is okay. So you're 22. Yeah. I think I graduated at 22 as well. Is, is that in Georgia, Savannah, Georgia? Yeah. It's yeah. It's in Savannah, Georgia. And they also have a campus in Atlanta, which I kind of like toyed around with, but I stayed in Savannah the whole time. Yeah, that... Okay, so for some reason I thought you were in Florida, but no. Well, okay, I am. Okay. <laughs> so when everything kind of first started happening last March... Yeah, um, I guess we remote. We all decided to come home, so I went home... I went back to Savannah for two months over the summer and craziness. Yeah. I got COVID and then I had COVID for a month. And after that, I was just like, I want no part in being here. So totally I've been home for almost a year, which is really crazy. But I feel like also I am super appreciative. Like my yeah. grandparents are right next door. Like oh, I love that. My brother's 18. Like there's just so much yeah. I feel like I would have missed if I didn't kind of have this time to come home. Yeah, family time is, like, I've had a lot of that this year, too. Like, my brothers have been coming home frequently, and it's been nice. You know, it's just slow down. I know everyone always says slow down, but it's the truth. It's, like, being able to be around, you know. Are you able to see your grandparents, or are you kind of, like, 
you are. Yeah, so, like, when I first came home, I, like, didn't see them for yeah. a few weeks just to be safe, but my grandma comes over every single day. Like, we really are so close. Like, she takes all my Instagram. I know. I saw you post a story or a feed or something about that, and I love that because, yeah. wow, what a, what a great grandma. But, yeah, that, okay, so where in Florida are you right now? So, I live in South Florida, like, an hour away from Miami. So. Oh, got it. I went to college in St. Petersburg near Tampa. Okay. So, okay, Tampa. love Florida. All right. So, I'm trying to figure out where... Okay, I found you from Margot. Is it Lee? Oh, yes, I remember. Yes, I found you from one of her YouTube videos, and you guys did a little collab of... Um, I can't remember the exact thing, but you helped her style stuff. Yeah. I love that. So, where do you see that your... This is, like, jumping to a more serious question. But where do you see that you're, like, what do you want your career to be? Or where do you... You know what I mean? Like, you're in school for... Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know yet either. So, it's, like... This is a loaded question. Loaded question. And if no. we need to come back to it, let me know. Um, I think that COVID definitely, like, put a lot in perspective and made me pivot in ways that, like... I never even saw myself pivoting, yeah. but as of right now, I just finished up a, P- a PR internship, which was amazing, and I feel like I learned so much in, mm-hmm. like, the four months of being there, mm-hmm. um, and I really learned that, like, I love the digital side, like, I like working on social media way more than I thought, totally. and I actually just started a new position last week, and I am a partnership coordinator for, like, a direct-to-consumer startup brand. Oh, my God, I love that. Yeah, and it's it's actually like what I was like, oh, I want to do yeah, this, yeah. and I got it. So I'm doing that, and they keep saying that there's you know like a possibility for a full time position when I graduate. So that'd be awesome. Totally. But What's the company called? It's called Rowan. Um, okay. It's like it's ear piercing. Well, like they sell earrings and do ear piercings. It's like you know what Suds is. I've heard of it. Yes. So like it's earrings? Like the tween version of that. Got it, got it. No, I've heard yeah. of that. That's great. Where do you, and I'm asking for myself because I'm currently like trying to get, I'm moving to New York this summer. It's so exciting. So exciting. But I'm trying to get an internship. So where do you, I'm asking for myself and who knows if I'll keep this in, but where do you look for jobs, like internships? So I'm crazy. <laughs> like, and I tell all of my friends this. I feel like especially for jobs and internships, like it is such a numbers game. Like as long as you're like putting the time and the work in, I feel like however you apply, you will get like responses back. Totally. But you just have to I, constantly apply. I like scour LinkedIn every single night and save everything. Um, My first two internships I got from Indeed. So I really do like that. I just feel like sometimes it like isn't the best like postings. Indeed, yeah. Um, I think I've gotten something off Indeed before. So you're just constantly like applying and yeah. I love that. Also, like for you, I would say there's this website called Girl Gaze that Mm. I like get emails from a lot, and then like for fashion and just like marketing stuff like that. There's style careers and style careers and internships. Okay, yeah, I've heard of that. Okay, totally. Um, I've also know Create and Cultivate. Do you know that? I have heard of them, and then also. 
we are the makers. Okay. I follow them on Instagram and they just like do stories of job postings, That's which I smart. really like. And then I like mass send it to my friends. So it's just about being adamant. Yeah. No, if you see anything ever that you're like, this is a Maggie. <laughs> oh no. Okay, literally also home from college. I know Margot Lee like works for them, but I just got a freelance position with them like yesterday. Oh really? Yeah, I'll set, they're looking again. I'll send you it after. <laughs> Please. Oh, my God. Angel. So, okay, that is great. So, I think with internships, that's just, like, the way to figure out what you want to do. Yeah. And also, another thing that I've done in the past, like, I'll make a list of people that I really want to work for and write their email down and just, like, go ham down the list. Good for like, you. You're inspiring I, me. I have, like, noticed through your social media, I'm like, she is a hustler. Which is also why I wanted to have you on here. It's like, I think, you know, I love interviewing people that just, like, are beating to their own drum, you know, have their own creative path, and just a boss babe. So let's go. <laughs> no, that, that honestly is, like, the best compliment, because, I don't know, I feel like so, like, my friends, my family can say it as much as they want, but unless, like, someone else says it, I'm like, oh, like, you see that also? <laughs> totally. No, totally. And also, it's hard because I feel like I've been doing social media for so long like in college I started getting more of a following just because in Florida I was like posting photos of like the beach and you know basic shit and then I like kind of lost some followers because I kind of just like lost my way through it and I think recently I've had a more of a desire for it because I'm connecting with other creators or seeing what girls are doing that I'm like they're literally creating this like amazing career for themselves so I think even just developing your own personal brand is going to take you further yeah. than... And know. I feel like that's such a big thing now also. Like, I even talked to some of my professors about it, and I'm just like, at this point, like, I've stopped caring what anyone thinks because in the long run, I'm doing this for myself. And like, Totally. If you're sending this to your friends, guess what? It's just helping me. <laughs> no, truly. I have... I've definitely got my fair share of negativity or people probably thinking I'm like weird or why is she doing this or why is I've gotten people have been like you post too much and it's like then unfollow me I don't care like I do not care and I think 2021 is the year that I'm like whatever you know um okay so where do you find like where do you get inspired you know what I mean like if you have a bad day or not a bad day but you're feeling in a creative rut where do you draw inspiration from so I used to be the biggest Tumblr girl. <laughs> I'm still obsessed. If I'm in a bad mood, I'll scroll Tumblr. Anyway, I'll let you talk. I keep just no, like, no, like <laughs> I I grew up like I was a Tumblr girl, and even like going into college, I like only used Tumblr, and all my professors are like Pinterest, like anything besides Tumblr. <laughs> and I swore by it, and it wasn't until like a few months ago that I finally was like, okay, like. Pinterest helps me organize my thoughts and especially for like actually doing work and working with brands and freelance like I have everything saved like I have what I need and I can go back to it which is nice so I haven't been on Tumblr in a while but I will say I think like I've finally gotten to a point like on Instagram where I only follow things that like spark my creativity Mm -hmm. or like inspire me like it's been like two years ago I unfollowed every single girl that I was like you make me feel bad about myself like I totally this and and the mute button too the mute I mute so many people yeah if I don't want to be that you know if I like know them personally (laughs) 
but true. I feel like now when I scroll, like it really is just so inspiring. And especially like my explore page is the best thing ever. I've tailored it in a way that I like going on. And like, even if I do endlessly scroll, like it really is just helping me and not like giving me any like bad vibes or anything. I couldn't agree more. Like that's what I, I feel like some people sometimes diss social media, which is fine. And I know in doses it's, you know, you can't, I have a limit on my Instagram of like how long I can go just because I think you can also get, compare yourself to other creators in like the hustle. You know what I mean? But I agree. It's like, I go on my Instagram and I'm like, Oh, love this outfit. Save. Oh, this company. Like, you know, it's, it's just, you can really curate it to be what you want to see. Yeah. And it's such like a tool now. Like I don't think it, it, like as a negative thing Mm -hmm. and some of my friends like ask me and like people message me and they're like how like how do you like how are you on Instagram and you don't feel bad about yourself and I'm like you shouldn't like I feel like there's something wrong if you go on and like just feel bad and check with who you're following like I don't follow um like what's her name that used to be Alexis Wren do you remember her oh just so Like, I feel like that was the type of, like, in high school, that was the type of influencer that there was. Like, only body pics and only, like, my life is perfect, I'm traveling to Greece. And it's like, now I feel like the girls that I follow are just showing good tips. Like, good, like, cooking tips, good wellness tips, good fitness tips. And it's, again, about following who you, you know, want to. And I'm not saying Alexis Ren is, like... I'm just saying, like, when we were younger, there was no way to look at stories. Like, the stories weren't a thing. So, you're just looking at all these influencers with, like, amazing bodies. And you're like, I hate myself, you know? But and I feel like especially back then, we used it as, like, oh, my gosh, like, goals. Now, I'm like, yeah. no. Now, I'm like, I just want to get to know all these girls. Yeah. Like, I... That's what I tell my mom. I'm like, I truly am, like, making friends. And she thinks it's so weird. I'm like, it's not. No. Have her listen to this pod. (laughs) No, I agree. It's a huge connecting tool. It's like, there's, like, a niche. I feel like you and I are in the same sort of niche on Instagram, which is, like, the fashion, creativity, girl power. Yeah, and it really, it is. It's like a group. Which is awesome because that's you know, better than any LinkedIn network I'm going to have or, um, but I do like when my internet friends add me on LinkedIn. Oh, I'll add you. No, no, I am not dissing LinkedIn. I'll add you on LinkedIn, (laughs) but I'm saying like, my dad's always like, go connect on LinkedIn with people. And I get that. And absolutely. But also like, there's a huge power of connecting within Instagram, YouTube podcasts, stuff like that. It's just like a new, I think it's still such a new world that everyone's just starting. Yeah. Um, who are your, like, if you could think like top three favorite creators, it could be Instagram, it could be YouTube, it could be just like a three top creators or influencers, even businesses that you like love. And I know it's hard to pick just three because I don't know. Okay, if I, I, had, I did write a few down. Okay, good, good. I will say first off, Lexi, like have to her show. Love her. <laughs> Because, I mean... She's in New York. I want to meet her, but I feel like she's just so popular. No, I feel like she's so down to earth. Like, I'll literally message her, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, what you talked about on the podcast, like, I'm doing that right, like, so stupid. But, like... She's so sweet. She has 
like her YouTube videos of like her all alone quarantine in New York, like that helped me get through quarantine because I was absolutely like, that was such like a low point for all of us where I feel like she connected so well with her yeah. audience and just like it was like having a friend there. So and like love her on Instagram, whatever. Lexi, okay, no, <laughs> Lexi, and it isn't it just I'll ta- I'll put these all in our show notes, but I think it's at it's just at I'm Lexi. Sure it's at, yeah, just Lexi. Which yeah, um, she is awesome. I love her. She's so real and so like. Well, like her first like YouTube video, I'm pretty sure I ever watched was all about like what your mom doesn't tell you about thongs. Yes, no, that was the same one I did. Okay. I I love. I feel like YouTube has. This is gonna sound so cheesy, but has shaped me into the person I am now because I've seen girls that are, you know, it's just I grew up with two brothers, like they know nothing about fashion and skincare and makeup. But YouTube is just such a good positive space. I like watch YouTube more than any show. Oh, no, and I feel like I definitely go through phases, but like I have always been a YouTube kid. Same, same. And I'm starting my to post more on YouTube. I don't know if I'll be like a full YouTuber. No, I'll need to go watch. Yeah, no. I mean, it's just fun making videos. Like, it makes, like, I love that artistic um, outlet. But okay, so Lexi's one of them. Okay, my second is by Poppy. She's on Instagram. She does, like, the coolest edits ever, and she's been, like, getting really big and working with brands, but she, like, I, whenever she posts, I go look, and I'm like, this is so freaking By cool. Poppy. Is it B-Y? B-Y-P-O-P-P-Y. Okay, love it. I'll have to look her up. Yes. And then my last one, okay, there's a tie. I'm, I'm just going to say, I'm going to say Danielle Guzio, um, like, the designer. Okay. She's based out of New York, but I, like, I've been following her since kind of her beginning also. I'm pretty sure she ended up, like, dropping out of FIT or, like, she started her brand with, like, $10. Wow. so amazing, and, like, I have some of her pieces, and I feel like they're so worth it, but she just has such a cool eye for everything. Oh, I can't wait to look her up, too. Like, the photo shoots and just Mm -hmm. the whole style. Like, I stalk all of her interns. I'm like, oh, this is great. It's It's so fun to see. And again, oh, I mentioned Jen Atkins' book and then totally forgot to say what I thought about it. (laughs) That is so funny. Anyway, she just talks about how social media is, like, such a huge tool you can use if you're starting a business or just, like, connecting with others. And she was one of the first to use social media and people were, like, making fun of her. For posting her behind the scenes on Instagram, and now she's like huge. So it goes back to my thing. It's like we just cannot actually give uh, F U C K. Sometimes my mom doesn't like when I cuss on here. Uh, it is a mother daughter duo. Um, but she does, you know, like she just didn't care, and she's like creating yeah. this in- amazing life for herself. And you literally only have one life to live. Why not just like go out there and just like do the best the you can you do the damn thing okay i'll have to look up all those creators what was the last one's name again daniel guzio okay and i'm pretty sure she has like daniel guzio and then just like guzio guzio yes yeah, send me it and i'll um post those when we post um okay we talked about where you get most inspired where do you feel most at peace in life the beach like totally end of the story yeah and can you just go to the beach for hours and just yeah, and I just, I feel like especially growing up, like, I it takes me five minutes to get to the beach. Totally. And I feel like I never, 
like appreciated it until I came back home and mm-hmm. now like I go there and I'm just like I'm so lucky to have this yeah and like especially going away to school like yeah Savannah's 30 minutes away but it just Different. it was not the same at all <laughs> it was like a yeah. gross beach with like brown water and like get I know Florida beaches are just beautiful they hit different. <laughs> they hit different. And, and you're near Miami, too, right? Yeah, and, like, it's, like, nice white sand and clear blue water. It's beautiful. Do you surf at all? Are you a surfer? No, like, my family fishes a lot. And yeah. And, like, the Keys and Bahamas and stuff. Mm-hmm. So, like, I just, I don't know. Like, I always grew up, and I, I'm going to say, like, I'm not the biggest fan of, like, actually swimming in the ocean. <laughs> no, I don't think a lot of people are, to be honest. Like, just yeah. the whole, the waves and, uh if I could teleport yeah, somewhere like after sound, this, it'd be the beach. The wow. sound of, like, walking. And I've been, like, trying to get in the habit of, like, bringing a notebook and journaling. It's but, just serenity. Um, yeah. I know. I, I miss just that. Like, like, I can go at any time. And I'm just like, this is exactly what I need. Like, I feel recharged. Absolutely. Take a little nap on the sand. Read a book. No, I... That was me in college. And now I miss it. I was actually thinking of moving back to Florida. But something about New York is just calling you know yeah it's calling us all it's i know well if you're ever there hit me up you know you know okay where do you see yourself in a year and i know that's hard because life is so unpredictable as we all know um so like all of my family is in new york and that's usually where i spend like my summers or winter or whatever and that was definitely always my plan Mm -hmm. once i graduated to move there Um, the company that I'm working for now is based there and I've been talking to them, like obviously toying around, but it is just so weird. I don't like, yes, I would love to move there right after I graduate, but like, I don't know what's going to happen right now. Totally. I know like I'm going back to Savannah in March for like my last three months of school to like see everyone, like be creative, graduate college. That'll be cool. Yeah. I don't, I mean, like, I, I could definitely see myself, like, coming home for a month or two, like, figuring everything out, and then kind of going to New York, but I've been looking at, like, gypsy housing and stuff, and, like, the subleases are so cheap, and I'm like, oh I know, God. I know, they are. I know, I'm trying to figure out, I thought I was wanting to live alone, but I definitely need a roommate just for finance purposes. Yeah. So, I know, but rent right now in New York is pretty cheap. That's why I'm and kind of... For, like, like to have your own bat like just for things that like you usually cannot ever afford in the city i'm like this is dirt i know cheap. gypsy housing is i know i've been looking on there too it is dirt cheap and yeah i still have a lot of planning to do for new york but there's just something yeah. about it you know but it's also like, you're 22 it's the energy it's the energy but like i remember after college i you know, I'm in Denver again. I moved back to Denver and it's been like three years for me to like figure out my life, what I want to do with it. You know, I would have loved to move to New York right after college and everyone's life path is completely different, you know, but I also am like, New York will always be there Yeah. for you. And like I feel if, like, and that's what my family says too. Yeah. So, and you know, I'll probably still be there. <laughs> Um, but yeah, no, like when I've been on LinkedIn applying to stuff, whenever they're like, will you relocate? I'm like, I will relocate anywhere. <laughs> I know. Yes. I always do. Yes. And I accidentally clicked yes on somewhere in Tennessee. 
and they called me for an interview and it was just like not my vibe at all yeah. like I already knew it was like not gonna be it but I'm like oh I really need to double check where I say <laughs> she's like would you move to Tennessee and of course in the interview I'm like yeah no I'm always down for you know like I'm and then I don't think I ever followed up like thank you for the interview I was like we're, we're just gonna yeah. good practice yeah, no, New York is great, but again, I think you just have to, like, trust the timing of your life. That sounds so cheesy, <laughs> but it's something, but also taking the leap is such, like, a cool thing, I feel like, too. Yeah. I could see you in New York eventually. Uh, it's, I literally, okay, I have it tattooed on, like, it's my favorite place. I literally have I love your sweatshirt, too. Tattoo and, like, oh, yes. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like growing up, my family would always go a few times a year anyway. Yeah. And I always just, like, had such a draw to it. And I remember, like, the first time in high school that I went with, like, just my friends and no parents. I was like, this is the most amazing thing ever. Totally. Like, this city is ours. And I feel like that's, like, even now, I'm like, the city's still mine. Like, and everyone feels that way. And it's just absolutely. Such, like, it's a hustle. And I love to hustle. Same. No, absolutely. And I think... It's so funny because I'll talk, I talked to this guy the other day who is from New York and he's like, why would you want to move to New York? And he's like, I would actually want to move to Colorado to slow down. And I'm like, I feel the opposite. I feel like I want to like hustle and be around just like that energy. And also it's a walking city. Like I'm getting rid of my car. My brother's going to have it. It's also on its last limb. So good riddance. Um, and it's just like a walking city. So you're more active. You're more just like, you know, I'm such an extroverted introvert, I think. So like, I like to be around people, but I also like to be in my own thing, which yeah. I think that's like New York is perfect, but it also gravitates or people are gravitated to it that are like, you know, kind of like us, like creators or hustlers. And some people just New York isn't for them. But it's yeah. so funny. Anytime I'll tell someone, they're like, why are you doing that? So expensive. It's like, you're not going to chip in money for me. So why do you care? You know? Um, but yeah, New- I mean, New York for me too, has always been a dream, like always. And yeah, I'm like, I'll be 25 in the summer. Like, let's go. But if you ever, if you're there and when I'm living there, come stay with me. <laughs> oh no, I definitely will. I mean, once I figure my life out, totally. That's just the whole thing. Just figuring life out, you know? It's yeah. insane. Okay. Well, this probably is answered that last question or the last question answered this, but if you could live anywhere in the world, where would it be? And maybe somewhere besides like obviously New York. Yeah. So my like top list, like I made a list a few months ago and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, like when I graduate college, what are like the top cities I would like to get a job in whatever. It yeah. was like New York, Texas, like Dallas, Austin, random stuff like that. But I went to Amsterdam last year and I like instantly, I'm like, I need to live here at some point in my life. Like I've heard amazing things about Amsterdam. uh, It was just like, I did not want to leave. I was so sad. And just so many of my professors are from Amsterdam Mm -hmm. and just everyone has such good things to say. The people were so kind. Kind, I heard that. There wasn't like that huge of a language barrier. I feel like there's, so much to do so many opportunities like uh, Amsterdam I've heard amazing things yeah and it's like so colorful and yeah yeah no (laughs) I miss the world of traveling (laughs) yeah when the pandemic is over what is the first thing you want to do (sighs) I don't even know I know (laughs) 
just now, like, I, I've never been, like, the biggest fan of, like, a lot of people in a Same. little space. It's overwhelming. So, like, I don't, yeah, like, I don't even want to be like, oh, like, go to a brave, like, no, disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know when I'm going to feel comfortable, like, not wearing a mask in spaces like that, because I feel yeah. like now it's just, like, in my brain, I'm like, well, that's kind of gross that, like, we're all standing together getting each other's germs. I know, totally. No, it's, I feel that, like, it's going to be weird to not wear a mask. <laughs> I guess, like, thing I'm most I mean which I guess I couldn't do now but just like go to the movie I was gonna say the same well because now it's like glass it's just not the same experience like I love I love the movie like especially like with the reclining shit just like a nice movie theater experience and especially because back at school most of my friends are like dramatic writing Mm -hmm. production film stuff like that and it would like it was always such a thing like, yeah 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 oh it's an experience yeah, something is so that's, different that's than just watching it in your living room no yeah. i agree movies is what i miss or just again being able to travel like freely yeah <laughs> like get me out of here i know i feel or even just like going out with my friends like again even just like one bar <laughs> and not feeling anxious about it because i'm not trying you had covid you said yeah yeah I mean I know a lot of people have had it like it's no I don't want it I thought I had it last week but it was just a sinus cold but I was like if this is just a sinus cold I don't want to know what COVID is no it was I had it for a month like and it like it really did like okay this is so cheesy but it really did like change just like so much like I was so like alone and secluded for a month that totally. I came out and I was like my life like needs to do a 360 wow did you just have to stay in your room so so like what ended up happening I went back to Savannah at the beginning of June and I ended up like getting leasing and leasing a house for a year with two of my friends Mm -hmm. because I was like you know what like I feel like we may be back in school soon (laughs) Um, yeah yeah no we all think trust me we were all like this will happen a week we had such high hopes so I leased a house and I ended up getting a job and I was like okay awesome and like life was going good for like two or three weeks and then I ended up getting really sick and I thought it like may have just been the flu so I went and got tested for the flu and also COVID and they both came back negative but then my roommate got sick so we're like okay we're going to get a rapid test like let's go we both had it so we made like all of our friends that we had seen which was like three of them yeah yeah all two yeah no one else had it so like we're like okay we're gonna quarantine and her and I like like my friends have had it also but like compared to everyone else's stories like her and I had it bad for the first two weeks and like we didn't leave the house we couldn't move like people brought us groceries we just ordered food and stuff yeah and then she ended up getting retested and like she was negative and like she had to go back to work so I was like okay I was so positive and it was getting worse and I have like I've had asthma my whole life but I Mm. really think that my asthma made it so bad because it got to the point where like I couldn't breathe and I like I was in Savannah my parents were at home and I like called them one night and I was like listen like I really like feel like I need to go to the hospital but I refuse to because like totally. a year before one of my best friends he has his lung collapse like in Savannah so he went to the hospital mm. and the doctor literally told him she was like oh my gosh like 
this has never happened here. And I was like, I'm so sorry. If you've never seen a collapsed lung, I'm not going to because I cannot breathe. Like, you, it's like you've never seen it happen. It's like, wh- what? Yeah. So, so you never went like, to the hospital? No. And this, this is probably the end of like week two, like 14 or like 15 day mark. And I called my parents and I was just like, I don't really know what to do. They're like, do you want us to drive up? Like, we'll get a hotel. And I was like, that seems like silly. And they were like, okay, like if you're already past 14 days, like how about we get you an Airbnb at home? Like you stay here for a week or two until you're negative. And I was like, sure. Yeah. So... Wow, and, like, we talked stressful. to the Airbnb people and stuff, and, like, we made sure it was all good, like, cleaning and everything like that. So, like, I was totally secluded. I went home to an Airbnb for, like, a week and a half, and, wow. like, I had my breathing machine. Like, that's why I went home to, like, get all my stuff to breathe. Oh, my God. And so, then, you really, like, were at risk for it. Oh, like, I sat with, like, my nebulizer doing it, like, almost all day, every day for, like, two weeks. Oh, my God. It was, like, all I did was my nebulizer and talk to my therapist and cry. I'm obsessed with my therapist, too. (laughs) But, like, that was it. And then after I was there, after it had been, like, almost a month, I got tested again. I was still positive. And, like, I physically, like, did not know what to do. I, like, lost it. And my parents were, like, calling all their doctor friends. And it was still, like, it was still June, July. Yeah. So no one knew as much as they knew now, which, like, was annoying. And just, like, calling around because every doctor said something different. No yeah. one knew what they were talking about. Like, and then finally they were, like, no, like, this literally makes no sense. Like, I ended up going back to Savannah again. Oh, my gosh. Like, my roommate was still, like, she was totally fine. She was negative. So I literally stayed in my room for another week. Like, if I left, I wore, like, two masks and gloves. Like, she left food outside my room. Oh, my God. It's, and, like... <laughs> yeah, it was... I Isolation. Was like, and finally, I got retested, and it came back negative, and I had the antibodies after, like, a month. Like, 32 days. Wow. Yeah, that would change my life, for sure. But after that, like, I literally looked around my room in Savannah, and I was like, I can't be here. I called my dad. I'm like, I'm coming home. I went home. I was supposed to be there for a week. I stayed for, like, three weeks, and I went back, packed up all my shit, and I'm like, no. Yeah. Well, it seems like you're in a good spot now. Like, you know, the beach. And that's the thing. Like, I really feel like... It was meant to... Yeah. No, No, I think the whole pandemic, in a way, has really shifted people's thinking. Um, and, like, yeah. there's so many opportunities and just things that I, like, I would have never had the chance to, like, experience or get if it wasn't for this. And, I don't know, like, no, I'm I, so grateful, but, like, I'm happy that certain things happen. Totally. And I'm happy you're all healthy and good now. That is wild. That is crazy. Yeah. Wow. No, I could talk about this pandemic forever. (laughs) It's just so interesting, though, how it really has shifted a lot of people's um, lives and everyone's slowed down a little. And I think New York City's probably very different, obviously, with the um, after pandemic. But I'm kind of thinking for me to get used to it slower might be better. (laughs) Like, okay, this is like crazy and kind of off topic but my Please. uncle it's COVID really <laughs> but my uncle he like manages restaurants in the city and he like he's been really safe he like mm-hmm. hasn't even been going into the city that much and then like two weeks ago he had 
like a business lunch or dinner with like three other people and right after the meeting the guy called them and he's like hey like I actually just found out I have COVID so my uncle ended up getting it and he's been in the hospital but the craziest thing is the chef that prepared their like meal died because he had it (laughs) and like we just found that out last night and we're like holy shit wow how old was the chef I don't know, but, like, my uncle's been in the hospital for, like, a week now, and he's supposed to get out today or tomorrow, but, like... Oh, my God. It really is just so... Like, you can be as safe as you want, and you still, like, don't... Like, I have no idea how I got it, like... Totally. You can literally... I know. And that's, like, I kind of... That's where isolation comes in, because I'm so, like, worried anywhere I go. I'm just, like, I'm just gonna stay home. Like, my my weekly outing is, like, Trader Joe's and Target. Ugh obsessed with target i love target i'll like be in the face mask bath bomb aisle forever i buy okay i buy like the the little like items oh. like little trust me um wait the like sample size stuff or like oh oh it's where, a lunchable wait where do you find that i've never seen in, that in the children's toy aisle okay sweet i could spend it's like such a bad obsession Trust me, whatever keeps us sane in this day and age. Um, wait, I was going to say something. Oh, do you read frequently or do you have like a favorite book? So, like, I love reading. I just feel like I have had no time. There's totally. been not enough time in the day. I feel like the days physically have gotten shorter. I feel like I've talked to my friends about this. I feel like once January rolled around, we lost like six hours out of the day. No, I feel like time has flown. Right? Like, and the days are I'm just, just like not able to get as much done as I ever was. It's so yeah. weird. But I've been reading. Um, it's up there. Bedwetter by Sarah Silverman. Oh wait, why do I know that name? She's a comedian. Okay, that's probably She's on, like SNL and stuff like that. She's okay. Hilarious. Oh, I love. See, I love. Um, I like a good fiction read, but I also love reading like how I'm reading Jen Atkins' book or like yeah. So that's well, cool. Like, my favorite author is James Patterson. Oh, love. Um, okay, yeah, I'm a James Patterson girl. Um, As we all should be. <laughs> um, but I just feel like especially now, like, when I read, I kind of want it to take my mind off something. Mm-hmm. So I finished, like, Lena Dunham's memoir, Funny. I like her as an actor more than a person got it got it but her book was really funny what's the book's name it's just like her whatever if we type in lena dunham yeah i forgot what it's called but yeah i really like and a a lot of my friends want to be comedians so like they have all their books and stuff like that i'll just like go grab one totally it just enlightens the mood and like she's so funny yeah no i need a good funny read that's like there's another girl cat cohen i think her name is I'll send you a video. Now I'm going to be sending you all this stuff on Instagram. <laughs> um, but she has, like, a book I want, and she's a comedian or a really, like, funny writer. Um, yeah. There's something else. So, okay, so you're obviously such a busy bee. Do you have, like, a morning routine you stick to? Do you have a planner? You know, like, how do you organize your day and stay consistent with productivity? Okay. I love a planner. Same. I, like, am the biggest fan of writing stuff down because I feel like crossing out is so satisfying. It's, like, so the best. I have... I'm looking now. I have my planner. Okay. I have, like, a diary. And then I have, like, two little journals that are both for different things. Yeah. But, like, whenever I think of something, like, I'll just scratch it down mm-hmm. because then I'll forget it. But... 
when I wake up in the morning, like that's the thing. Before January, I had a morning routine. Like I was really on it. And also I feel like in the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, oh my gosh, health, wellness. Like, oh my gosh. Totally. And Daily workouts. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm lucky if I like surpass 5,000 steps. <laughs> totally. No, I feel that. But, um, I just, I've been waking up. Um, I haven't been really going on my phone in the morning, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but since I did start my new job, we have a daily meeting at nine o'clock. So like, I've been trying to get out of bed by like 7.45, latest 8, I'll, like, have coffee, like, maybe some juice, and then I'll sit down and I'll write, like, a to-do list for the day. Mm. So I'll be able to cross everything off and, yeah. then, like, check the planner and then just get to work. And I'll totally. usually, like, work for, like, 45 minutes, an hour, and then I'll, like, eat something and work more. <laughs> yeah. No, a lot of computer work. That's how I feel. It's, like, a yeah. constant editing. I have, as we speak, this is my whole notebook that's, like, my life. It just has, like, even workouts. It has, like, journal entries even sometimes, you know. It's just, but you're so right. Crossing off on a piece of paper with a pen is just so satisfying. one of the best things in life. Like, even my grocery list. I don't know if I'll, I'm not going to go to the grocery store and, like, cross every (laughs) time. even, like, like on my phone, instead of doing notes, I'll do reminders so that I can check them off. (laughs) Totally. And they come up on your screen. Yeah, which is nice because, like, I do need to be reminded. I love organization in life. I always have. For myself, like, I definitely, like, I'm looking now and right in front of my desk, like, I have everything taped up because, like, when I wake up, I want to see it all laying out what I have to do Mm -hmm. or else I forget. And that, like, I really am so forgetful. (laughs) Same. I think that is kind of, like, a trait that a lot of creative people have or just yeah. like all like I think of an idea and then I'm like all over the place sometimes I'll set a 10 minute timer it's actually hilarious because my best friend Claire who's my roommate is very type a and I'm type b as a person and I'm organized but not like I can have a pile of clothes on my floor and it doesn't give me too much anxiety like okay, I can that's how I am yeah like I yeah I feel like we're similar but I'll set a 10 minute timer and then go put like a dish in the sink that's in my room and then talk to her and then the timer goes off in my room and I'm like Shh. <laughs> like I was supposed to be cleaning you know yeah. but like type A people are more are you type B or A do you know that's the thing like I feel like I am type A when it comes to a lot of things but like yeah. if you come into my room like it's like disgusting you know what I mean like totally certain things like I'm like okay like we need to get this done like I'm not stopping until this is finished and then I'm like but I don't care about anything else yeah and then I'm like no worries about all the glasses that are on my that's why I didn't record in my room the lighting is better but right now yeah I'm like here's a nice but like yeah no it's it's so interesting and I I do need to be my car too do not get me started on my car oh no. When someone's like, do you mind if I get a ride? I'm like, yeah, no worries. Let me clear all the Dunkin' my Donuts cups. My backseat is a closet. It's a trash can. Oh, it's just like, whatever. That's why I'm like, when I'm in New York and I won't have a car, it's like, all right, so where am I going to keep all my shit? No. In my apartment. Damn, I'm going to actually have to throw stuff away. Yeah, no, truly. And then I also nanny right now part-time, and I have a car seat in my car, too. So I'm just like... Sometimes I'm like, I'm going to look back on this phase of life and just like laugh. I don't know. (laughs) 
my like 2008 Ford Escape and me just take on the world. What type of car do you drive? Not that I know cars. It's, no, it's literally a mom car. It's like a Lincoln SUV. Love it. I didn't. I know people that have like G wagons or like Teslas at our age. Yeah. I'm like well, what? Like, in high school, like my the parking lot at my high school was. <laughs> like the most ridiculous thing same we have people like, that get brand new cars at 16 well it was like i remember the kid who like parked diagonal to me he had an audi like i8 with the doors that were like that it's like you do not need that <laughs> at 16 and at the same time and you're I'm like, like it's you again i um my mom worked at my high school and we would drive all together so it was like our whole family pulling up at 7 a.m. because she had to be there for work at 7 a.m. School didn't start at like, actually no, I think we had to be there at like six, which is just disgusting oh to think about. I'm like, I look back on some parts of my life and I'm like, how was I happy? <laughs> <laughs> like waking up at 5 a.m. and doing makeup. Sometimes I would curl my hair. I'm oh like, my god! I, I just my high school started at nine o'clock. If it started any really? earlier than that, I would not go. <laughs> That's the way it should be. That is totally the way it should be because elementary school kids have so much energy in the morning. Like exactly. they should just reverse the, but yeah. that's a whole nother episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it's almost been an hour and I won't overwhelm you, but I'm trying to think what else. Is there anything else we should cover? I'll have you shout out, you know, where we can find you. Do you have a website too or just Insta? So I do have a website. It's not that great right now. One of my goals before I graduate is to like make my actual like open domain and own website. But right now it's like, you can find some of my cool projects, some of my like. Totally. And your Instagram just has it all, to be honest, I feel like. Okay, good. Because like I have been trying to make my Instagram, like my brand, my portfolio. So. No, it's, it's awesome. I think you. Yeah. Yeah. And I love seeing all your like saves too. People okay, but it really is like my favorite thing. And like I was saying in the beginning, like it like when I go through and just scroll, like that's the stuff I see and I feel like that's why I am so motivated to like I, I don't want to say like grow on Instagram, but yeah. I feel like like I've been loving like supporting other people so much and I feel like that's like Same. what it should be about. Just that's I could not agree more. I feel like even just like yeah, you, you just, just have to support your fellow creators and engage because engagement yeah. is the way we all grow. And just like I'm always like making sure I comment on people's I like. And I just think some people that follow me don't understand that how the app works. And I'm like, it's so frustrating that like Instagram is you grow on likes yeah. or saves. But I'm like, or I try not to. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, I try not to get too wrapped up in that. The other day I posted something and like, it only got like 50 likes and I was like what is happening I was like See? can I like get shadow ban I'm like what is I googled I'm like what is being shadow <laughs> no yeah no that's the thing like and it's like people it's not like people are going out of their way to not like my post they won't be shown it's like yeah. you know when you can I don't know if you have the view insights thing yeah, I do. So you can see how many people have seen it. And there was one time it was like five hours went by and it was like 200 people. And I'm like, like, that's like nothing, honestly. And it's like, I know I sound like first world problems, but when <laughs> when it is such a numbers game, you know, with brands that want to look at your analytics and stuff to see, yeah. it's just frustrating. I'm like, can everyone just sauce me a like once and it's like you don't have to like every single photo like truly have you seen the new thing where if you like click the three dots you can now hide your own likes no i just oh I, like, like you I can saw the, 
Yeah, because I, like, mm-hmm. I feel like it's so split now. Like, even, I feel like on my brother's Instagram, like, he doesn't see likes, but I do. And, like, some of my friends at yeah. don't. And I'm like, either, like, do it to everyone or don't. Totally. Because, like, I don't know how to proceed. <laughs> That's what I'm, I'm like, I would be, like, I heard a few, it was, like, a year ago when Instagram was going to start hiding likes. And I'm like, That's fine. And I'm, like, cool with that for mental health reasons. But I also wonder how that affects businesses. But I guess if they just hide the likes, that's cool, too. Like, people can still like, but are people going to like anymore? You know what I mean? Yeah. And And that's how businesses, like, realize, okay, this outfit is something we should, you know, like, if you think of a business level, this outfit is something we should sell more. People didn't like this or... Um, it's, it's just wild. Social media is such, I'm always like studying what the algorithm is like, <laughs> not like always, but I'll search yeah. too, like, and be like, why didn't this, you know, it's well, just, and weird. that's the other thing. Like when I was working at the PR agency, like, I feel like I definitely started like g- growing my Instagram, yeah, like, no. thinking more about my Instagram when I was working there because I was like doing it for everyone else. And I was like, well, what would happen if I like yeah. implement this on myself? And it is so fun. And I feel like. I hate saying this, but I feel like everything is such a game. Like you just, you no. need to play it, and like it's a numbers game. Just like do it, do your best. And yeah. Just, like, try and win, and it, then it makes it fun. Well, also for other industries, if you think about it, like I have uh, friends that I have been in, like, but they have to hit quotas. Yeah. For the month, and if you think about it, as a creator on Instagram, it's the same. You know, you want to post to perform well because you put in time, or you're just trying to like help a company promote their product and you know you want to do like good work but that's why the podcast is fun too though because I can just like you know talk about whatever with whoever you know like Instagram is such a surface thing that it's hard to find that balance and I yeah and I feel like especially like for both of us there's so many things that like we want to talk about and we're passionate Mm. about and I feel like most of the time like I never know how to properly like integrate it into Instagram anyway like I don't know. I was talking to my friend about it the other day. No, I agree. And I think that's what stories are good for. But again, I never want to overwhelm people with the amount of stories I do. That's why I think I'm going more into YouTube just to be like, if you're interested in this content, then here. Here I am. Like, click on this. But if you don't, you know what I mean? Like a story, you can't really control what you see. Um, But I did, I was talking about this to my brother the other day and I was like, this is, you know, creating and sharing things I'm passionate about is something I'm so makes me happy and brings me joy. And I'm like, I would do it even if I got like, if I had two followers, you know, and he's like, that's what you always have to draw back to is just like the passion behind it. You know, forget the numbers, forget the engagement and just do it because you want to share it. And I feel like that's how you, you know, post on your Instagram. Like you can tell you're in fashion merchandising and right. Merchandising. Wait, marketing. Yeah. (laughs) fashion m um you know and it's just showing that so anyway i could literally talk for hours on social media no this has been so fun okay so what's your instagram handle i know it but it's at m underscore underscore a r c c but thank you i literally cannot express enough how grateful i am that you took this time um, <laughs> but we definitely need to chat again, even if it's not for the podcast, but yeah. we'll be friends in real life. I swear. <laughs> one of these days. Okay. okay. Bye Malia. Thank you bye. so, so much. Bye. You too. Bye. Okay. Bye.